because we have the lovely Barbara Friedman in studio. Barbara's not been well, so happiness to see you again, um, Barbara. What's been the scoop, you know, having a non-election conversation? But I mean, having said that, I am loving the opinions of Cape Talk no. listeners. They are very opinionated. And as one political party told me, it's this this class of people that they find extremely difficult to convince. Clearly, Cape Talk listeners do have opinions, right? Right. Um, yeah, so I'm going for slightly different stories. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't here last week. I had... The dreaded, the dreaded, yeah, I had the th- my third dose of COVID oh. and I've had two vaccinations. So I just want to put that out there. And maybe mentioning that leads into my first story, which is about the measles outbreak that is being reported increasingly in the US. And having just been through a week of having a virus, it's actually really awful. And you know, I just when I read these stories about what's going on in Florida at the moment, which is the epicenter currently of the measles outbreak, yeah. although there are cases across 15 states in the U.S. alone uh, this year, and you just look at all the, 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 the things that are being written about this online, that yeah. the Surgeon General of the state is not insisting that Children who are unvaccinated, who didn't have the MMR, the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, which I think you first have when you're nine months old, and I think you have another one. And they had brought measles globally down to like null. Exactly. And we are now, since COVID and since the anti-vaxxer type of movement, um, people, the kids are not getting vaccinated. They're saying in the Florida area, 9% of kids 11% of kids are unvaccinated. But now the Surgeon General is not insisting in the state that you keep your kids home if they're not vaccinated. So in the past, they would sometimes, they would say, if your kids are not vaccinated, keep them at home because measles is the most infectious pathogen known to humans. It is, as one doctor here quoted in an article says, it's like a heat seeking missile and it will find the people who are not immune and they're going to get sick. So, I just find it remarkable that in these kinds of areas in America where vaccinations are below optimal, that the kids are going to school and you're just you putting your kids at risk of getting measles, which is potentially life threatening. They're saying now the World Health Organization is saying that MMR vaccine uptake is below the safe target for a third year in a row, which they say is leaving. 250,000 kindergartners at a risk of catching measles, according to the CDC yes. report. And I just I just like, don't yeah. understand it, Crystal. No, I don't know if you do. No, I tell you, having just <laughs> come from the U.S., me, I was wearing my mask. I was taking no chances. It was minus five. No, Barbara, I was not taking chances. I was like, no, I can't fly. And also medical care is so expensive uh. in the U.S. So I, I'm not surprised. I don't, I mean, I'm just like, Madness. But I think it's a combination of that sort of anti-vaxxer movement, which is sort of a more Trumpy kind of thing. Yeah. And then also, which we see here in certain areas in Cape Town, I won't mention them, where there are these sort of like bohemian kind of, you know, parents with their free-range children who kind of think, you know, we shouldn't be giving them vaccines. So there is like an anti-vaxxer vibe from different areas. Mm. But together, you're ending up with something that had been wiped out. That is Making a, a, re- a, a, re- a revival. 
Yeah. I don't understand. No, it's 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 hectic. Um, and now we um, talking about fashion, the traditional tie making a fashion comeback. Yeah, so this has been quite a like all over the socials as well, especially since the BAFTA awards and I think the recent. Um, I was about to say Oscars, but I think it was the Grammys anyway. Um, and a lot of the stars and celebrities on the red carpet wearing ties, mm. but also in other in other images and things. And I, I just found a couple of really interesting articles that have been written about, you know, get knotted, said The Guardian. Ties get a rebrand as they bring formal fun for men and women. And I, it brought, made me think back to the 80s. Um, I think it was like in the mid-80s that we all, like we were all these grungy, yes, like cool with the kids. White shirt, but we started wearing these like, and I think they were quite thin black yeah. ties. I think that was the, the, the look. Fashion, yeah. um, and I mean, when I see these um, making a comeback now, uh, I, I, yeah, mm. I, I, I think it's quite, kind of cool. The whole thing is you're sort of subverting the traditional idea that ties are synonymous with schools, school uniforms and the boardroom. And this sort of Gen Z kind of ironically making these statements that we can wear a tie and kind of say something a little bit more, something different with that. Um, in one of the articles, um, one particular writer was quoting, uh, you know, Annie Hall, you know, Diane Keaton back in Annie Hall in what was it, 1977. She wore that sort of waistcoat tie and like a male man's hat. And that that also made a whole fashion statement that is still around. Like people still like to wear that kind of look. And, um, yeah, I just think in this era, people are, there's this retro vibe. I just, yeah, I thought the article was really interesting. And I've always quite liked a tie worn slightly ironically. Mm-hmm. Well, that was quite interesting. Barbara, on, on the measles issue, Kate Stewart, mm. um, she's saying that mm. measles, it's called the Darwin effect. <laughs> Stupidity is reducing this topic. <laughs> I suppose that Kate. is one, <clears throat> that is one way to look at it. If you'd like your offspring to survive, maybe, yeah. Take Thank a different you. approach. Thank you, Kate Stewart. <laughs> and and then, then lastly, yeah. the Otter family. Oh. You tell us about Andrew Hoffmeyer. Yeah, so he is um, on Facebook. Um, I think he take, he's a photographer as well. And he shared um, to a, he shared a one Facebook group called Cape Town, the most beautiful city in the world that I follow. And it's gone viral. The most amazing photographs and a video of this little otter family in Camps Bay on Camps Bay Beach. Mm. I don't know if you've ever no. encountered them. And he said an incredible chance encounter with this very curious otter family in Camps Bay. And he was saying, we live in an incredible place where magic lives around every corner if you look hard enough. And the videos and photos of this particular little otter family in the little water coming onto the little beach area and the rocks where he encountered them. It's quite amazing. I'm hoping we can actually share that post on on Cape Talks app. Um, They are so cute. These are the clawless otters that we know are found around our beaches. And um, obviously, please don't go near them. You know, I feel like one has to say this with wild animals. I know they're cute, but no, just try and look at them from a distance. But they are just adorable. And the curiosity on their faces, they were obviously looking at him as he was filming them. They just look so interested and so curious. And they they literally are the most cutest things. And um, I just thought that was a lovely, lovely, happy story. Mm.
wonderful. We love happy um, stories. Barbara Friedman giving us the lowdown of what's trending on socials. I want to see that little local otter family and those pictures. Um, Barbara said she'll share it on Prime Media Plus. Um, thank you for that. The time now is 9.45 and we will be in conversation with Heal Essay talking about suicide prevention. Good morning, Cape Town.